0: Hello this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 246 of the Sophie Art podcast which is a little podcast I do about the art in things with me co-host little Dennis and little Dennis is with us today and today we're going to be talking about stories various ways of consuming stories so let's get straight into this one little Dennis Boing. got us in We've had our kitty kisses. And little Dennis and kitty are in their little house. Before we get into this one though, it's time for another advent calendar. We're getting right to the end now. Today is the 15th. So we're getting right close to Christmas now. This time next week, it'll be Christmas. And today we've got a little star. Hmm. Like I said, I love i love the little bits of chocolate you get for advent calendars it's just enough so you can see this one as a video if you want and you can see little dennis <coughs> behaving himself today and you can see it on youtube but well this one really is all about stories so what i've put, i've got a little some bunch of notes here I haven't really thought about this one what I'm going to do is I'm just going to talk about each thing and see what I think about it so what I've done is I've thought about a very a different a bunch of ways that you can consume stories so you've got your novels what happened was because I'm starting to get into like comics it was making me think about the way that I consume stories 'Cause what I noticed was you can have the same story in different different like consume it in different ways. You get a completely different experience. Like you could watch like the X-Men as a film or read the comic. They're both what I think one gonna end up realising is everything is as good as everything else. It's just a different way of consuming it so in a weird way maybe the best thing here is actually going to be to view a story multiple ways and you'll get more information out of it but what I thought to myself was we've got novels comics films a theatre play there's another one like where you sat around a campfire like you've got like a I imagine like an Indian or something an older, an elder, telling a story to like a load of little pupils. an experience, like that for me, that would be like magical. So it's not just the story; it's the setting as well, which changes the story. It's quite interesting. I got another one about video games, and I thought about like video games are going into virtual reality, which is even more. That's a di- another way to get a story. But then also you've got like the fil- the films in the cinema and that. You've also got like that 4DX. So again, you've got a film. you got watching a film. You can watch it at home. Well, you could watch it on like a little tablet. Or you could watch it on a big screen in your house. Or go to the cinema. And also, there was another thing. I saw. A few years- when I was playing PlayStation 4 a few years ago... They had these films which you could watch in the virtual reality thing. So it was almost like the film it's like the film was sort of somehow I can imagine in the future they're gonna make virtual reality films where you're watching a film but you're actually inside of the it's like you're inside the film. <laughs> that's that's what I mean. Like it, it gets really exciting. And then I got another one here, Dungeons and Dragons. Like a role-playing tabletop game. Again, that's a bit like the sort of sitting around a campfire. Because that one's... That one... Because I've I've never actually played one of those games before. But I get the impression... Because there's a games master telling the story. I get the impression... If you had a different games master... It might actually completely transform the experience. So it's not even just... It's not even just... Well, this goes into something else as well, like with the novels. Because I thought to myself, you, you can read a book, you can have someone else read the book to you, or you can listen to like an audiobook and have the author read the book. And like the, what I thought was the benefit of the audiobook is you can just sit back and shut your eyes and have the story fully experience the story. And if the author's reading it, the author knows when to express certain words and how to push push certain like words and stuff. So it's almost like for me because I've, I've always thought to myself, it's much better to read a book physically than an audiobook. But when I was thinking about this, this thinking about this for the podcast I did think to myself, maybe the audiobook is actually like better for the experience. But I feel like it's only, it's only better if you're focused on it. Because I think a lot of people will listen to audiobooks... ...whilst they're doing something else. So that's the thing, with a book, because you're reading it... ...you've actually got to fully immerse yourself in it. So I feel like it's the audiobook is only as good as what you're doing with it. If it's on this, like background noise, it, I feel like you might as well not bother. <laughs> and then I was thinking about these comics... Because what I thought to myself was comics is like a novel, like you've got graphic novels. A comic is like a story with the visuals. And I was, I've been trying to work out if I think it's better to read a story without, without any pictures, because then your head, you're the one making the visuals. So it's almost like you're using your imagination with the story. Whereas with a comic, it takes away a bit of that sort of. It takes away your imagination. But what I like about it is, you get another artist, You get like another art. You get an artist's sort of. You're getting two types of stories at the same time. You're getting the, the words, but the visuals are telling the story as well. So it's almost like. Well, this is where it comes into that thing where I don't think there's a right way. So I started thinking to myself, you could read you could read a book and then read the comic book. If they made a comic of the book, you could I reckon you would actually get more you would get you would get more from each one, but you would get different things from each one. So again, like I said, I don't think there's a right or wrong way. And what I started realising was what happened was I started realising that everything's a story, really. I've heard this said before with gesture drawing. When you're doing gesture drawings, like capturing the pose, you, you realise that the, the pose has a story. So when you're doing the gesture, you're actually... It's almost like you're capturing the story of the pose. And I, what I put in my notes was I said, life itself is a story characters are a story i've said about this before on podcasts as well like if you've got a character if you put like a top hat on a character instantly you have created a story there because the viewer starts thinking the viewer starts making up like a story about why they're wearing a top hat so if you put a different hat on you're getting a different story so like the props are telling stories as well <laughs> and then i've put like trees and then th- i start this is when i start realizing everything's telling a story and it actually made me think of one of my favorite artists Ilya kufchenoff so he's actually this week's inspirational quote is is from Ilya kufchenoff and he's basically saying what i was what happened was as i was writing my notes out i started realizing I was was saying exactly what i had heard him say before. But I didn't realise until I thought about it. Because I thought I need a quote. And then I thought, hey... Because what Ilya said was... Stories are everywhere. In movies, games, comics, in life itself. And some great stories can not only inspire... But to change the whole man and his existence. So, like, Ilya... Ilya Kovshinov knows... The importance of story. But this is it. No matter what you're doing. You're, you're consuming the story. It's quite amazing really. But what I. So I was trying to think to myself. What's my favourite. What's my favourite type of, of stories. And I realised. Each story. Each type of story has benefits. So like for me. The most immersive type of story. That I've ever had. Was the original Tomb Raider. On the Playstation. On the original Playstation. So it was Christmas 1997. And what happened was. At the time. That was like the first game. Where you actually played like a character. At least for me. And it was 3D. So it was like 3D. The visual. It was a proper 3D world. But i found it so immersive that when it was all over i had this strange sensation which i can't really explain but it felt like i had actually gone on those experiences and i remember for about it felt like months there was this strange thing where i felt like i couldn't tell the difference between reality and playing that video game so it was what happened was i got the game for christmas and i just locked myself in my room really (laughs) i did nothing but play that game for like two weeks and and this strange thing happened where like everything got blurred and i just remember thing it felt like i had actually gone on on holiday in in that game but that was when i realized that video games could you could actually get lost in a video game because before that All the games I played were more sort of like sprite based, like basic graphics. So I do think you do need like these amazing graphics. Yeah, there is a there is a because the other thing is in the old days when you played these little pixelated games like Gauntlet or something, like really basic graphics, you put a bit of your imagination into it, into the experience. So as the graphics as the graphics get better. It's almost like you don't need to use your imagination as much something like that I'm, I'm noticing something here which is that there's a there's like balance there's a balance point between your imagination and and the visuals being created for you something like that. I mean most immersive I think is the is the video games, and especially with virtual reality. I can't imagine what's going to happen in the future with virtual reality because you you're actually going to get to a point where you're in the experience, but it will go so far that it will actually become real. So this, this is when you start thinking, is life itself like a virtual reality? and we've actually got lost in the story. Because what happened was I did did psychedelics once and the the experience told me and it kept repeating this over and over. It said that we are all characters in a story. It it was like saying basically that this is a story, like we're in a book, we're in a story and what's happened is we don't realise it, we think it's real but really we're in a story. We're just like characters playing, playing a story, but we've forgotten. <clears throat> and if that is what's happening, that's that's crazy. That's like the ultimate form of virtual reality. But what I'm saying is, that's what's going to happen. Because as as virtual reality gets better and better, it's it's obvious that what's going to happen is they're going to get to a point where they can somehow put you into a virtual reality. And have you not realised you're in a virtual reality? So I, f- I feel like in a weird way, but what also that says to me is that the whole point of life itself is stories, which is why I think, uh, this is why I think you we we get so connected with these stories. It's almost like, really, when you think about it, I suppose you could say the meaning of life is is stories. The meaning of life is to experience stories. That's what I'm thinking. I've also put me. i mean, I've put here most intimate. So for me, the most intimate is not the most immersive. The most intimate for me, I think it has to have other people in the experience. So like, for me, if you're like, well, like being around a campfire. And you've got somebody telling a story. That's that's an experience that will stay forever. Especially if you've got a really good storyteller. Because what's happening there is you're using your imagination. You're sharing the experience with all these other people. Yeah, for me that's like the most magical. But because you've got people, it will change the dynamics of it all. Which is a bit like playing an, an MMO well I I remember when I first started playing Xbox Live yeah all of a sudden like back then we were playing the original Ghost Recon and I've got some like we basically remade our own stories inside of these video games back then and they're like some of the most memorable experiences yeah and it's because of the people you shared it with it's quite cool but I just, i I've got this overwhelming sense of the importance of story. I'm looking around my room and I'm surrounded by books and like all these different stories and stuff. It's quite cool. Also, i got loads of like teddies. i got loads of teddies and stuff. And I'm, I don't know if you ever get this. I get this in nature sometimes. I'm looking around nature, somehow you can feel as if the trees are, are like watching you. And I get that with me teddies sometimes. It really feels like, it feels like they're alive or something. It's strange, it's a strange experience that. But well, this is only going to be a little one. That's what she said. (laughs) No, I think that's it. So what have I got here? Yeah. Yeah, for me, for me, I'm I've, I've I wanted to do this podcast just to sort of see what I would think, and what me thought is is basically because I was I think I went into it trying to work out what is the best way to consume a story, and what I'm realizing is there isn't there isn't a best way. There's just multiple ways of consuming a story. So like that's what I think that's what I'm thinking. Boing <laughs> Little Dennis has said it's game over for this one. I must admit I am in a, a bit of a strange mental place at the minute. Yeah. For me well, if life is just a story, I think the story that I have been put into is a very big psychological it's a very big psychological thing. This is where it gets a bit strange because you can get to a point where you realise that life is just a story, so it doesn't really matter. But somehow, you're so inside of the story that it feels like the most important thing. And this is that thing where you're. It's like when you. It's like when you start seeing through the illusion of the matrix. You're in the matrix, so it feels real. But there's a part of you that's beginning to realise it's not real but because you're still in it, it's see so you and very much it feels like that for me at the minute, with my mind. Yeah, but what, what I'm thinking is there's a there's a lot of psychological well, I was gonna say the word damage. But it's like, what's happening is, I'm just beginning to realise, it's like, um, it's been a funny old month this, has it's been a really weird year to be honest, for me, but what's happened is, I've got this thing where, it feels like, how do you describe that? It feels It feels like I can see, I can see a lot of, well, basically it comes into like social anxiety and stuff. Yeah, what's happening is I'm really, I've really been, I'm really, I'm being forced, I suppose, to face these social anxiety things. And what's happening is i'm i'm realizing how deep it all goes yeah because the thing is i was actually going to do i was actually going to this podcast was going to be either about consuming stories or social anxiety because this and i thought to myself i didn't want to do two topics in one podcast so i went with the stories because i'm i thought it'd be quite interesting so I hope you enjoyed that I think what I'm going to have to do is the next not next week but the week after I'm going to have to talk about this social anxiety thing because it, it feels to me like um, it's quite frustrating in a strange way my whole life has had social anxiety as like this sort of as like an underlying magic, like a layer it, almost as if almost as if If what it feels like is the foundation, my foundations in life have been compromised. So, in other words, everything I do is is on top of this sort of social anxiety thing. So, in other words, what I've got to do is I've got to destroy all the buildings and basically work out work out this um, the foundation layer. Because otherwise what happens is the rest of my life there's going to be this base level social anxiety thing but then i also wonder whether it's just a mental thing so you don't need to destroy the buildings or nothing you just need to you just need to can you just click your fingers and be free from the social anxiety thing yeah it, like i said it's a deep it's a deep thing that but I hope you enjoyed this. So all that's left is this week's inspirational quote, and it goes to Ilya Kuvshinov, one of my inspirational artists. So I'll put a link and everything in the description to Ilya Kuvshinov. But this week's inspirational quote: Stories are everywhere in movies, games, comics, in life itself, and some great stories can not only inspire but to change the whole man in his existence Ilya Kovshinov I've got a little mince pie there little Dennis he's going to be. He's, little Dennis got a mince pie it's Christmas next week Eating loads meat pies. I do like minch pies.